Hello and welcome everybody to Chotcast episode number 40. First and foremost, let's give a shout out to our wow. Patreon subscribers for requesting Beast Mode. We got the job done tonight. They made a request in the Discord and we got it done. So shout out to them for doing it. And of course, of course, thank you to Beast Mode for joining us as well. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, of course. We love to have you. We love to have you. Um, all right. Let's get right into it, I would say. Um... Or should we? Wait, you want no, to let me get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let let, 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 let me get into it because yeah, okay. not only do we have the patron Discord just before we talk to Beautiful Beast Mode, but we've decided to open the floodgates <laughs> into our Discord. So I'm going to spam the link there in chat. It's going to be in the description of the YouTube video. Go to YouTube if you want to see it. The Discord is open. Get in there. Click on the link right now. I want everyone in the Chalkcast Discord. The floodgates have opened. We'll get it. We'll get a, a command as well, SMH Discord or something. This we'll could make be a sure disaster, that... so get This in could there be a disaster, but everyone, the floodgates are open. Yeah. So click on that link if you want to jump in there. There will still be, just note, exclusive uh, patron section where, you know, you can request guests and stuff like that, which obviously is how we how we got Beast Mode and how we got your requests. But there will just there will be the general public section if you want to see there. And you get announcements for when we're live and the bonus apps, and you can go through and find our Patreon there, but... Yeah, join in. Welcome to the welcome. You'll be able to see our patrons in there. They might be a bit mean to you because they think they're better than you. Um, but uh, yeah, you're just going to have to deal with that. Anyway, that's it. Let's get into the show. Jump right. in there, though. Probably. All right. Hey, let's talk shop here real quick. Okay, Beast Mode, I want you to talk to me. I want you to tell me a little something, something. Okay. I'm just going to get right into the thick of it. You guys go into Regional 1, and I would assume you don't have the performance you're looking for. Okay. And I want to know. First off, the initial thoughts after that regional one, and then what's the mindset for you guys going into regional number two? Yeah, so obviously, yeah, like you said, going into regional one, we definitely didn't have a good result. I think everyone was expecting at least a top four, especially like us and my team. But um, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, it was just a learning experience. And like, I definitely think we were just trying like too hard to like create a play style for us. And, and instead of like just playing to our strengths and everything such as that, so after the 9 to 12, I really wasn't worried. I, I, I really wasn't worried at all. I, I think the team wasn't at all. And I knew that if there was any team that could bounce back, it would definitely be us. Um, and we watched over replays. I even watched I even watched Johnny's video um, <laughs> about, about no like, what, yeah, what we, what we wouldn't do wrong and stuff like that. And you were right about a lot of it. And um, Not all yeah, of it, though. Just a lot. I'll take a yeah, lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a lot. I'll take a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do not boost yeah. his ego. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched that, and then yeah, we watched the replays and everything such as that. We figured out that we just need to play to our strengths, and like, um, because you're all like, I don't know, I can't really, like, I don't know, really, really know how to say it, but uh, we were all just like doing the same thing, you know, not like obviously, Kamala wasn't like really doing that much, you know, you know, Dan's using that defensive role and stuff, stuff like that. We were all just like doing the same thing and not really playing to our strengths. So that's what we kind of figured out, and and we went to the regional, and like, literally, like. The first couple of days of scrims, we all said to ourselves, like, if we play like this, we're going to win it, and we did, so. Yeah, so that's, that's basically it. Did you have uh, that same experience in scrims leading up to Regional 1 as you did for Regional 2, or were, like, the results in your scrims a little bit different there? Um, the results in our scrims are, like, are different for sure. I mean, we would, like, before, like, before our first Regional, we honestly would lose and had, like, struggles against, like, a lot of teams, especially Complexity and Furia. Like, I don't know why, but against those fast mechanical teams, we were just were struggling. And so, but literally, the regional leading up, we were just beat everyone. We were not losing a single scrim. I mean, there were some scrims that, like, I think, like, one or two scrims or, like, the two leagues were, were close. But other than that, like, we beat pretty much everyone. And it was, it was pretty uh, smooth sailing from there. So, yeah. 
But you said that Furia could, was, did Furia and Complexity give you guys trouble still? Yeah. Or did you? Uh, uh, still? You said still? Well, the reason, yeah, the reason I asked that is because you played Complexity in this last regional and you beat them. So yeah. was that, were you worried about that match when you saw, oh no, we got Complexity in the bracket again. You, you mentioned they give you trouble. Did you like, did you guys have a, you know, an epiphany? You're like, oh my goodness, we just need to like leash the bull. And then we beat complexity. Uh, not trying to steal your strats or anything here, but yeah, was there like a you know confidence moment going into that? Um, yeah, no. I mean, what is it? After after you know, we obviously changed everything up. We actually started doing really good against them in scrims, so I felt confident. Um, even though you know scrims and tournaments are just much different, I felt pretty confident going to that. And like the same thing, I I felt like they were they were going to expect us to play like like at least similar, but we kind of like changed it up completely. And I feel like they were just going to like not be ready for it so i just gave me more confident and confidence and i just knew that we we're kind of gonna win that i feel like no matter what so yeah so you think teams thought you guys would go into this second event with the same kind of okay let's just try and be jack of all trades everybody do everything like we did last time you know very fluid um but actually you just reverted to the old v1 play style but now you got daniel uh nobody you think nobody saw that coming um i mean maybe some people but i feel like no, no one was expecting it to be like as good, like the first, like as good, like right away, maybe. But I, I definitely think Complexity didn't expect it because they just beat us pretty, pretty convincingly, uh, the first regional. Do you feel? I guess you know you've played in some big events, some lands, but what, what was it like coming to the season? Did you feel this this pressure? I guess or this split, should I say? You know, picking up Dan. Is there, is there this extra pressure on your back, like knowing that you know you two are two of the best players in the region and you know you've formed for a reason obviously space station gaming's a bit fa- a big fan base that dan's come from as well did you sort of feel that that weight of expectation oh yeah definitely i mean it's hard not to honestly like because you know that if you're not going to do good you're going to hear a lot of um backlash and i guess that's the word i don't know if that's a word or not but you're, you're going to hear like a lot of um hate and like I, and I, honestly it, it really doesn't affect me at the end of the day but like it's still something you just don't want to see and um you know you want everyone to you want to prove everyone wrong, so like, yes, there was like there was a lot of like um, pressure on us, but I knew that as long as we didn't have that pressure or just like kind of like put that pressure away, that like, we we could easily prove everyone wrong and prove every, or prove everyone right. So, um, yeah, but I did definitely that like, um, I guess go away after the first regional sort of. I know sometimes you know from from my experience playing is like when you lose or it's even like in individual series when you get down like two or three oh you sort of almost lose the pressure and you sort of just. You know, let's just have fun with this one. Did that sort of happen with you after the first regional because you didn't, I guess, have the best performance? You guys were kind of like, oh, well, like, let's just, come on, guys, like, let's just have fun and, you know, play a bit more free. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, I mean, literally everyone started, like, saying, we're probably not going to make the major. I seen shift ranking, they were ranking us 16th. And then I seen the comments, <laughs> I, seen the, I seen the comments of that. You're like, why is V1 even at 16th? Like, it's just like, it was, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, all right, then. I had literally nothing to lose. Like, everyone's already done this already. So, like, after the first region, like, I had no more pressure at the, at the end of the day. So, it just felt, it felt like relieving, I guess, to, to witness all that. But is it back on now? Now you've won. Is the pressure back on or are you going to keep that mindset? Because now everyone's like, V1 is the GOATs. They're the super team, best team in the world. <laughs> uh, no, I'm definitely going to have the same mindset for sure. I'm not, and if we lose, we lose. If we, if we win, then... Because I know we can win, but I'm definitely going to have the same mindset. <laughs> 
I just wanted to admit, I doubted you guys. Like, I, I said, you know, we should, like, I saw people, like, ranking you guys really low. I'm like, guys, come on, come on. You know, they're not that, they're not that bad. But I didn't think you are going to make the major. Reason being that because FaZe and G2 both had terrible regional runs. Well, maybe, no, no, G2 weren't terrible. They were sixth. But, like, FaZe had a, you know, equally bad as you guys, regional one, which for them, you know, number one in NA coming into that event was really bad. So I thought, oh, no, like, if if those were the teams up there that you guys had to like you know catch up to, I I wouldn't really doubt it too much. But I was like, oh dear, Optic have got a head start, Space Station have a head start, Phase are going to come back, Gen G complexity in the final. Like, where did V one fit in? Like, I didn't yeah. think you guys were going to be in the major. Like, uh, well, maybe in the race, but I did not think you guys would be top five in points. Like right now, right now you're first equal. Yeah. So yeah, I doubted that. You know, massive jump for yeah. sure. Um, but did you think that was a possibility coming in that you'd just be first, first equal in points? Oh yeah, no, I definitely think I thought it was a possibility. But at the same time, I also understand like where you're coming from because there's so many good teams. Like Optic is doing mm-hmm. like doing much better now. Like they improved a lot. I'm not gonna lie, they improved a lot. SSG's like even though, in my opinion, they, you know, they uh, gave away their best player. Like they're just a better team now. So and Fury is doing better. And it's just like it's just super hard. So I completely understand like why you would think that. But at the same time, like I just knew that. If we just played our game like, like how we were in scrims, like we were gonna at least be top three in points and definitely do well. You you talked kind of a bit about like uh you know kind of just like playing a bit more loose after the first regional, and I want to know like going into the third one, um you know this is like the most competitive I guess like NA has ever been in terms of by uh, far yeah, yeah by in terms of like how many teams can actually qualify for the major there's like 10 teams that have a realistic chance of making it and nobody's like locked at all so how yeah. how does how is that like affecting you guys like what's your mindset with that whole thing because you guys are in second place but there's also teams a lot of teams that are extremely close as well yeah i mean at the end of the day like i might i'm not even gonna worry about those teams but it's like it's just crazy to me how like literally no one's locked in, especially if there's two regional, two regionals like yeah. complexity literally won one and then we won one and like literally we we can still be out. It's just crazy. So, um, but I'm just gonna take it one match at a time and not focus around the teams around us because if we do, then I feel like I'm kind of like overthinking. Like, okay, then if we don't beat this team, then we gotta beat this team, and if we don't beat this team, then we're just out. So like, uh, I don't want to overthink it. I feel like overthinking is the worst thing you can do in Rocket League as a pro. So. Um, so when, yeah. when you say that when you say you don't want to overthink it like does that mean you're just taking every day as it comes okay these these are the scrims we've got and then tomorrow we got these scrims let's let's try and you know do the best we can there then mm-hmm. you know obviously you're looking ahead to like that's is it like Fireburner's job as a coach to you know have the you know prep for the teams that you're likely to play and mm-hmm. you're trying not to look ahead because as a player you don't want to look ahead to okay round two we've got this big match when actually round one could be really tough as well. You don't want to look yeah. past that. What 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 do you mean when you say don't look ahead? Um, how far ahead is too far ahead? Um, I mean, I, I feel like any anything like when you're looking ahead, even if it's like a day or even like a a, a round or like in a, in a tournament, it's just too far ahead because, like, I don't know why, but every time I mean, it's a little off topic, but every time like I've looked ahead or like every time like me and my team like we did it even last regional like uh, we. were after we got done complaining, compl- or after we were about to play Complexity, like if we lose this and we play Furia, and then or if we win this, then we have like um, I don't know who who we had Optic, and I, we can for sure because we were doing really good against Optic, and like and then we were like okay if we beat this and we have a free run, I was like well we gotta we gotta focus on the match in front of us, and then we literally lost that, and then and then after that like 
um, we were like, but we got Furia now. And then they were talking about, like, if you beat Furia, then we got this team, then we should beat this team, we got this team. And so basically a, a free top four. And I was like, let's just try to focus on the first match. And we lost a lost that too. So <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, oh, man, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just like, I have like repetitive things with that, but I feel like it just adds more pressure on us. Cause it's like, if we don't, if we don't beat that team, then it's just like the momentum and like the confidence is all the way down from there. And, and also like, I feel like we just focus on one match at a time, but um, and same with scrims, like we just focus on like this scrim, practice how we want to play, no matter what the outcome of the scrim is, we just like practice our thing. So yeah, definitely something like that. That's smart. I mean, if if you're like looking, it, it, like I feel like if you're discussing, I've never been a pro, but I feel like if you're discussing, um, you know what what you're gonna do in the next match. Oh, we've got this team next. We've got that team next. Then you go into like the current series and you get scored on once. You're gonna be like. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no, literally. This isn't the literally. plan. Like one goal in, you're already like, hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, like, yeah, it, it, you gotta respect all the teams in NA right now. Like, especially, um, I think you guys are seed five, mm-hmm. um, in this, uh, in, in the in regional three. So, you know, there's maybe like, you know, one, two, three teams who are you know going to be a bit easier because some teams qualify to these invitationals through season points, not current form, mm-hmm. but um yeah seed five where you're playing yeah a tough team immediately so yeah yeah that's a that's a good mindset to have in my opinion uh, yeah i think we actually played koi first round if i'm, if I'm not mistaken so oh yeah so, <laughs> let's yeah. look ahead then let's go past that yeah oh no that's um i was looking, so, I was looking for that bracket i can't find it <laughs> Yeah, no first round matchups yet, but they, I guess you guys have Wikipedia, but it's it's. I mean, you can work it out. The seating on there, so yeah, it's pretty clear. It's a lot of work. Be. Yeah, come on, Wikipedia. Oh, we need we need the help. Like, we, I know it's a free resource <laughs> and all that, but that? we need a better <laughs> yeah, free resource. They're usually better than this. We expect better yeah. from these Wikipedia. I've never paid them a cent. Better than this for absolutely no no money paid. Like, come on, like what are we even not paying for? If they're not going to show us the round one matchups, but yeah, yeah. Koi, that's a tough match. Like, I mean, yeah, look ahead. M80s, <laughs> like you know, they they've done things in the past, like Shopify. Like the only teams, I think G League are the only team who haven't really done anything this split. But even there, like Aqua, Knight, Zanil, like nah, every team has to be the main focus of every every other team. Like all the, all the low rated teams have to be the main focus. You can't look ahead. Yeah. It's like suicide, absolute okay. suicide to look ahead past anyone yeah. in this tournament. I think I mean literally sub reverse sweep G two, so Yeah. That's just anything could happen. Wait, yeah, is NRG Furia around one match this yes, time? That is mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I, I do remember that one. Oh no. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, no. I, I don't know. For me, I just I just want to see NRG succeed. I don't know why. I really do I just want to see them succeed. Uh, let's switch the topic. Uh, let's go straight into NRG. Talk to me about energy. <laughs> Did you see Squishy this weekend? He was insane. <laughs> so What a team. What a team. Bispo, did you expect that? What What do you think? Tell us about energy. Where, how do you rate them? Oh man, um, me personally, I, I feel like they just need to change. You know, even though even if they make the major, I, they just need to change, man. They just do, man. It's just, it's just. But I mean, I heard squishy. We're not even. Go- we're not even gonna give them this win. <laughs> we give them. Can we just talk about the weekend for a second? As believers of this team, Bispo, we don't need to hear about a roster, man. <laughs> we're not give them at least a minute. Jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't believe this. This is like the moment of Rizzo accidentally, like, you know, connected to voice chat and beast mode's being toxic. Except this time he knows he's on voice. <laughs> he's openly being toxic. This is outrageous. But no, uh, continue, please. <laughs> Why do um, they need to change? <laughs> um, nah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like too many bad results, I feel like. But I mean, honestly, I, I think they have a good chance of being a major. They're like seventh in points right now. So I hope they make the major. I hope they do well. I'm, I'm I'm rooting for them because I'm good friends. I I, I really like uh, Justin. I'm good friends with Justin. Also, like Gary, his mentality, stuff like that. And Squishy's like obviously like he's a huge impact on the game. But yeah, I'm rooting for them. Um, yeah, I heard there's this funny thing that like I don't know if I should say it, but like um, yeah, I mean like I, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I I heard Squishy was doing great. Like he was doing amazing. I was like, uh, or not amazing, but at least great or like uh, really good. And then. Uh, and then literally, like, I start watching the series, and the first thing I see was them get scored on, and Squishy just misses a backward read, and I start just laughing. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> no I think I think I actually know oh, which which no. read you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. no. But but I, everyone makes mistakes, so I'm not, I'm not mad at him for that. But I think he played really good the whole whole weekend. So. Yeah. Nah, to be fair, NRG are the like when you watch them play like. It just looks like it could go wrong at any moment. They play so on the very edge of the cliff, trying to dodge yeah. people pushing them off the cliff. I'm like, why? Why do they do this? <laughs> Justin like pre-jump saving multiple shots in one game, and they're just in defense surviving thanks to the crossbar in the post. I'm like, why do they do this to themselves? Like, yeah. I, why do they want to? I don't know why they <laughs> they play like this. It's really entertaining to watch, though. It's it's, it's very yeah. fun to get involved. No, it definitely is. Like, I, yeah, like Justin kept making so many like crazy saves. It was like, and I, I would just scream, Whoa, ridiculous. Whoa. I would just keep like, it was just so funny, but and fun to watch. But yeah, I don't know why they do that. They just stay like on the goal line, just save it, try to save everything, and like just counterattack oh. from it. I like how you, as a player, even is still watching NRG, like all the fans. Are, oh my god, is it going to be the, uh, the complexity series, and that's what it was. It was crazy, like. Just how are they? What what is happening? Like complexity are panicking because they're like we can't lose the NRG. <laughs> yeah, they're hitting the post. Yeah. They're saving it. Squishy's like made a triple save off the off the ceiling. I don't know. I feel like for NRG though, as as you said, they they might need a roster change. I think the problem with them is that you know for them to get a top four or for them to play well, all three of them need to be like on. You know, you saw Squishy was on for yeah. most of the series until the final one. Like, whereas I feel like other teams, I don't know if you agree with this, but like the top teams, you can sort of have two players that are playing well. And maybe if one's having a rougher series, they can still get through. You know, you can still make your way through the bracket. Whereas I feel like NRG can lose to anyone if one, like one of their players isn't playing well. Because as you said, they just rely on everyone so much. It feels like no one's backing each other up. They're just <laughs> like all in hoping that that person makes a save. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So you did mention NRG need a change. We shouldn't like completely gloss over that. Let's like really quickly before we go back to praising NRG for an amazing top four and putting themselves in major contention. What what change do they need? Because yeah, you you mentioned it, Beastman. So we want to know what would you do if you're the GM of NRG? What would you do? Well, maybe not. You don't have to say names, but like what what does the team need play style wise? Play style wise, um, I just feel like. I don't know. I just feel like they just need like an actual like threat. I mean, I know like I, I know like Justin and Gary and and all the, and Squishy as well. Like they're all just really good. But I feel like I, they just don't have like a, a really like threat anymore. And that's just me. But and like every time I play them, I just feel like there's no really threat at all. 
And even though they're all like solid players, all really good players, um, I just feel like they really need like a like one of those really really mechanical players. And yeah, that's just my opinion. I don't. I mean, I can say I can say like who I think maybe should get replaced, but I don't really want to say that. No, we're, no, we're not trying to say that. No, no, okay, okay, no. okay. You, well, yeah. I mean, you can say that if you want. We don't want to peer pressure you too much. Maybe a little bit, but no, not too much. But no, you definitely we, don't have to. No, you do not have to. You know, say names, but. What what perhaps are like what are examples of players uh, that you feel when you're in the lobby against them you're like okay that's a scary nameplate that's a scary player that feels like a threat um, not related to energy just like who who are threats that you play against that come to mind um, obviously like anyone on a top team is really a threat but like maybe maybe like I mean a couple could be like uh. LJ, I feel like is a really good, really good one. Like when he's on the ball, he's really, he's pretty, pretty like scary. Um, I feel like underrated one, and like I feel like he just if he gets more time is like, um, it's just two of them. Maybe like Cheese or Aqua, obviously. But I feel like Aqua doesn't really put like time in the game, and I also think like Cheese is pretty good on, like on the ball. But I feel like they just need time with like learning like other things like positioning and boost management and everything such as that. So that's definitely a couple of names. And it, it, there's a there's a bunch of more people, but that's just like on top of my head. That's those are some unexpected names. Those those are some <laughs> cool names to hear. Yeah. So top teams plus LJ. I mean, uh, yeah, Space Station are a top team. Yeah. Apparently yeah. now, like I, I didn't think there would be a top five team, but they're like, are they second? No, they're third. They're yeah. third in points, right? They're like one point behind V1 and Complexity. Yeah. They're consistent, to be fair. Very very consistent. We'll do predictions later, but. Yeah, they're they're definitely very consistent. Um, yeah, well, actually, hold on before before you move on a little bit. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys yoinked Daniel from SSG, <laughs> but you know what? Like when that happens, you know, you would. Okay, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but like when you when you do that, uh, did you think that you know SSG would just be like a non-threat for a major at that point? Because like you know everybody's looking at that team like Daniel's like the core of this team and all that stuff. So you know if you if you poach their best player or whatever it is, then you would assume that the, the roster is just irrelevant. And I know for me, like, it was incredibly surprising to see them do as well as they did consistently. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah. I don't know. What did you think about that whole thing? So, for me personally, like, I didn't really count them out. I, I feel like they're still a major, major contingent team. It, it just depends on who they picked up. And I honestly think Hawks are, like, probably the best pickup they could have done. Because um, for me personally, I think LG is pretty good. And for me, to, like, for him to kind of shine and do what he can, I feel like he needs to be the best on his team. I feel like Daniel was like obviously the best on the team and on the ball a lot. So I think that since LJ is now the best on the team, I feel like they're kind of like um, he's kind of doing a lot more for them. And that uh, um, and it's just like Hawks is a really great fit in total. So yeah, I didn't really count them out ever. That's uh okay. That's honestly I'm gonna say like you're gonna you're gonna know a lot more than I would, right? But that does <laughs> seem pretty surprising to me. That you say you didn't, you you wouldn't count them out as a major contender. Because I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, there's no way. But <laughs> hey, hey, you're the pro, so yeah, I believe, well, I believe you. Yeah, I mean, with, with LJ, like they they got like three top six finishes, and they almost made the major with like on oxygen, and then that was with gimmick and toasting, and now he has Arsenal, which is I think like if he if he's playing good, then he, he's he's really good, obviously, and and he's also good off the ball, like he, like I feel like he's a really good demoer and like off the ball player. And then Hawkshire's like, and I play him in ranked a lot. I, I never really like played him like a lot before um, he got on SSG, but I feel like he's really solid as well. So yeah, yeah. I think Hawks is one of those players that's 
probably glossed over a lot, but I think watching uh, this regional specifically, it, it looked like, I mean, Arsenal seems like kind of a new player. Like, he's got, like, just, he's just got his confidence back, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I could definitely tell, like, he was playing different. He's playing better, honestly, and then it seems that we play him. He's, like, happy, it seems. <laughs> yeah. As well. He's been released. Like, okay. Space Station, I mean, the results are pretty... They're very good, actually. I mean, Regional 1, they reverse swept phase. Then they mm -hmm. dipped to the lower bracket, beat Furia. Then they lost... Well, okay, they beat M80. That's <laughs> that's expected at this point. Reverse swept phase, lost to Genji, beat Furia, which is a big win. And then they lost to Optic, which is a bit disappointing. But then this uh, last event, um, I think they went one better, actually. They beat Genji. Which is insane. Yeah, they three won them. So they well, yeah, they beat NRG in five, then they three won Gen G, then they beat Furia again, then they lost twice. So I mean, they're getting results against good teams. It's not like Mickey runs at all. This is a, this is a real consistent team, and they seem to have Furia's number because like SHG's record against Furia this season is really good. Yeah. Um, before and after the Daniel out Hawks are in. They've they've had a winning record against Furia. Not all teams have. Like FaZe haven't beaten Furia. Um, G two have lost the last couple of times they played Furia. So yeah, Space Station. The fact they're beating Furia is like a bit envious to like some teams in mm -hmm. NA. But uh, I just don't know. I still don't trust them. I feel bad. They're just below. It, but I well, don't it's clearly the results, Johnny. Like they're just below the top. You know what I mean? They're clearly not. You know, top of the regions. Space but Station, I, I feel but... bad for not trusting them because they're they're they're, they're they're on 33 points. So they're... I oh, mean, they're they're only... a 4-5 team. You know, they're, they're around that. They're in but there. are they going to make the major, though? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't trust them. I, I don't know. It's so difficult. The, yeah. Okay, the bracket they've got... They should win round one of the upcoming uh, upcoming Invitational. They're, they're playing Dignitas. You can't lose that. Space Station are going to win. Surely. And they play Gen G again, probably. Do you think they could beat Gen G again? That's a match and a half, by the way, for like. What's the, going on with Gen G, yeah, Ben? Like, tell me. What, what's what's what Gen G's problem? Like, tell us about Gen G. Tell us teams. About, I need a roster change. <laughs> um, did, did you say roster change? Gen G, man, did not say. <laughs> Peace, but what's uh, happening? Um, me personally, I just feel like everyone's kind of figured them out. I feel like everyone was kind of like sur like unsur like surprised by by them <laughs> when they first came in. Like in scrims, every like they weren't like that great. But in tournament, they would just demolish everyone, and they would just win everything. So I feel like everyone's kind of like, um, you know, like knows what they're doing now and knows how they play. And obviously, like, uh, there's better teams as well. And as well as like, I feel like they haven't been playing at their best, um, and they've been tr like changing a lot, a lot of things up. Like, um, uh, for me, like, I don't think I don't think Jack has been playing um, his best as, as he can. At least the first the first split, um, or the, not the first split, the second split. But I I don't think he's been playing. Um, mm -hmm. best he can. I, I feel like when I used to scrim though, he used to be on the ball a lot more and do a lot more. He used to be honestly, he used to be scary on the ball. And now I feel like he's just going for a lot of like demos and doing a lot of off ball things. And I feel like he wouldn't do that before, um, or at, at least as much as I've seen him do. So, so are you saying that he's not scary on the ball anymore, or not scary at all? Maybe <laughs> um, he's not on the ball. When he's not on the ball, he's uh, he's not as scary, I think, in my opinion. But off the ball, the he ball does time. he has he, he does have a lot of good gems. Oh my god, like he gets him a lot of goals. At least when I scrim them, because I haven't put him in tournament. But when I scrim them, he, he does do a lot of things off ball. 
Mm. I need to go back, Bimo, to what you said before in terms of because Johnny sort of visibly, you know, creased a little bit when you said figured them out. Can you just I define did. what? Slander. I did not. <laughs> because Johnny doesn't, uh, he has been gone on record to say that teams were getting figured out. For example, what Furia sort of did when they were in Sam, you know, they went internationally and they sort of shocked everyone. They were getting great results. And then, you know, they moved to North America. They're not as successful. There's a, sort of the argument, did did the rest of the world figure them out because now they're playing them every week as opposed to, you know, only at lands. Do you agree? Firstly, do you agree with the Furia figuring them out thing with them in North America? And secondly, how did you figure Gen G out? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, for the first your first question, I think, yeah, I think teams have like, definitely figured out Fury. Like just on land they were just so scary. Like they were just so scary. Like every like Yan was just like like the, the best player in the world at land. And like um and I, I just feel like it, like obviously like he would just control the ball so well. I, obviously I feel like land is different because like everyone's you know a little more nervous and stuff like that. But you just so good mm. on land and that just takes that fear factor away because I play him in ranked like all the time. I'm just so used to like seeing him now. And like Especially with you know whether it was lost like at Rotterdam, I thought Ross was really good, but now it's like the same thing. Like I, I think he's just like I think he's still good, but he's just so much like easier to play now than it was in Rotterdam. Um, so like I definitely I definitely think don't think it was the best move for them to move to North America, but yeah. And then to answer your second question, honestly, I just watched Genji Genji uh, replays as a team and on my own. Um, it just felt like they were just like I just watched their play style and they would just go a lot and they, like. And like they would just like play really fast, I feel like, and not like um, challenge the ball very, very fast. Like they were pre-jump like so much, and like I just definitely kind of figured out like like that. And then as time goes on, they would just got easier and easier. So by go a lot, do you mean like commit or in yeah. offense or commit on challenges? Commit on challenges in offense. Challenges. Like they, they would just go. Like they would just go. Like they would just not even care. They would just go. In my opinion, I think that's what they would do. That's interesting because I swear I remember before CJ's uh, mm-hmm. next question. I swear did 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 Jack or Nolly not tweet out something like all teams have to do is like learn how to challenge? <laughs> yeah, it was Nolly. And I beast mode saying actually their challenges are so bad they're just going <laughs> idiots. So just keep going. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah do, they, I, do you know something, Judge? You don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know. But I, when I watched <laughs> when I watched their their phrase, they were just like go a lot, and then they were just like. They would like, they would like, go on your blind side. Like, like when someone's controlling the ball, they would come on your blind side and just have like someone like just challenge instantly and just be hard for the team to like get out of, get out of defense. Such as that, and that, that's what I've seen a lot. So, I feel like people just know that, and people just sorry, like, wait, blind side. Up. You mean like somebody who like instead of rotating away from the play, they like ball chase. Yeah, they rotate back in and go for the go yeah. For the, okay. The ball. Do you think there's any chance they got like a bit complacent, or do you think it's more so what you were saying, where they're Figured they're out, figured out? Um, it's definitely both. Uh, definitely both. I feel like they like, they were just like so used to winning, um, and then even even Noli said like they started doing two scrims a day. It, it, like one hour can do a lot for you in scrims, so uh, they started doing two scrims a day and didn't really have as many hours as they did before in a like mm. past two, but. Um, but now, like, I've oh, seen we love, we love, yeah, we love tracking <laughs> like, errors. We love yeah, that. I, I'm oh, with yeah. you. Two streams to three streams. That's that's seven hours a week. You mean, yeah, when, you, when, yeah. you, when you add that up, that's Huge. that's 28 hours a month. When you add that up, you go, that's nearly 250 hours a year these boys are missing out. I'm with you, BMO. That is just, when you start doing the math, missing one scrim, 
this team is half of what they used to be. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, you say though, put them in the when place. You say, <laughs> before we get who's, who's Gen G, you know, the, the, we, before we blow up this roster, I just want to get back to <laughs> the figuring them out situation. Because you said you said with Fury, for example, you're playing them in ranked, you know, a lot. And how much is it for you? Because, you know, as me and you, uh, B-Mode, as players of this scene, you know, professional players, not so much these guys, but how much of it is almost the, the mental side of things in terms of, like, the, the fear factor, you know, as you said, because you're playing them all the time in ranked, is it is it figuring out their play style or is it just kind of like, ah, oh, these guys aren't actually, like, these guys aren't crazy. Like, uh, you know, you're playing them in ranked all the time. Is it that or is it sort of, like, learning their little tendencies and things? Um, I definitely think it's learning their tendencies and, like, um, these like just like realizing that like these guys aren't as scary as it could be because like when I started playing them I was like these guys are really good but at the same time like I can do what they can do you know and then I can I can I know what they're gonna do because I can like read them very well as as like as I play them more but it's just like having the mindset like like I just have the mindset like I can do what they do and it's just like another player on top of the screen they're not like they're not like God or anything like that they can't like do everything so that's it that's but just kind our, of the so, are you not worried that if you play ranked, people will figure you out? Does that Ooh. not like make you think maybe I shouldn't play ranked? I'm already insane at this game. What if I just <laughs> don't play ranked, and then no one will figure me out ever, and no one will ever know what to expect because they only play me in tournaments? Obviously, it's kind of a crazy hypothetical, but no, actually, never crossed your mind. <laughs> no, it actually did. Like, um, wait, really? Uh, yeah, that no, was actually, a like troll this, question, but wait, we might be onto something here. <laughs> no, like this, this, uh, I don't know about for, I mean, I think Calm and Dan played a lot of rank, but for me, like before this regional, sorry, this obviously this, this regional only one, I played the least amount of rank that I've had in a long time. And like, it actually, like, okay. for first of all, because like a lot of people, like, I feel like a lot of pros don't really play ranked, and like, I, I sometimes don't get the best lobbies, and it kind of like, if I lose those lobbies, then like it kind of the most like demotivates me and, I, and I'm like mm. questioning myself like that am I am I the, like am I the problem like why am I not winning these lobbies I feel like I'm supposed to win winning these lobbies and stuff like that so mm. I, th I definitely think ranked is like a big factor in like how confident you are I don't know why I just I think, I'll, I think it is I'll I'll say something I've not I don't think I've said this um on the on the cast before but like I one thing I know from I used to watch a lot of StarCraft two uh pro play and none of the pros none of the best pros back in the day when I watched it, would play ranked on their main account. They all had barcodes. Type 1 and mm, if you know what I mean. Smart. They all had barcode oh, accounts. Yeah. Like, uh. no one played on their main because they didn't want anyone to know what builds they're practicing, what, like, you know, strats they're practicing. But, like, Rocket League pros just play on their main most of the time, at least as far as I'm aware. So, like, I always thought there would come a day where everybody would be smurfing and you would never know who's who. Like, because no one would want to know uh, that you're grinding air dribble bumps or grinding like you know double triple flip resets you wouldn't want anyone to know what you're doing but in, in rocket league no one seems to care they just play their main and they just queue up so yeah. that hasn't happened yet and it's kind of cool but at the same time i i wouldn't i wouldn't mind seeing like you know everybody talking about i haven't seen beast mode ranked in two weeks what is he up to or like the next <laughs> actually the next na event is in a month imagine like beast mode just gone yeah, Zero right. R's past two. The yeah, guy right. is yeah. gone. Yeah, who right. who on earth is Beast Mode? Who is this barcode in number one and two v two? Who is this guy? Is that Beast Mode? I don't know. Like, does anyone have his replays? We need to see what he's working on. That would be so interesting to see, like the you know the investigations. But I don't know. What What do you think? Is that something that you would think about doing, Beast Mode? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I never really thought about that, but I, I feel like that'd be just cool, like, to, like for everyone to do that. Just you don't know who's who, but I think the only player that has like ever done that before was like Daniel. Honestly, like I, I played, really? uh, yeah, I would play like this guy in two v twos, and like he was queued up with someone I, I didn't know who it was, and like I was like, dude, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's peeking on me. Like, who is this? And, and it'd be it'd be Dan. I'm like, bro, come on. Now. Wait, wasn't his name like Silly Banana or something? Yeah, yeah, something banana. I think. <laughs> But they sound like even if they have an incognito mode or it says their name says octane it's a silly bit like you still sort of find out you can figure out who it is yeah you, you, you know you're like with just how they're playing yeah, yeah. would you agree on that? yeah yeah i agree on that you definitely tell, like, who they are. adding on to that as well because we're talking you know as players as well me and you be mode yeah i i always <laughs> argued and i and i've been i've been sort of shut down on this show but i feel like they don't realize like when when you're scrimming teams like you said for me, it's almost learning like the like individual player tendencies rather than overall team tendencies. Like, you know, this guy always like you know touches to himself in the corner and then goes again, or like goes for a double. This guy loves to go for low fifties. Like, and you sort of that helps you with like how you approach each situation. Would you firstly would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, by far, yeah, I would definitely yeah, agree with that. Yeah, you know, we, obviously we've got a, we've got a different perspective over here. But and secondly, who would you say is the easiest player or the most obvious player to read in North America? Like someone always goes for a double. Someone always just can, can you? Know, I know you've got someone in your head that you just know what they're going to do every single time. They're just obvious. They they. I don't want to say they don't think about it. Maybe maybe just, if this is a difficult question to answer, who do you find yourself trash talking when you don't think Rizzo's listening? <laughs> oh wait, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> so wait, what, what, what answer? What question? Who do I find myself trash talking, or who, like what player? What answer? Is the most what, readable player? What's that, what, I, most think, readable I think I think the 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 main question here is: What player are you giving no respect? You're just gonna hit them with an ego. Well, yeah, challenge. yeah, that's who's, kind of the most readable. Scary. Yeah, who's, who's exactly. not scary. You're, you're not you scared see somebody jump up for an aerial. You're like. <laughs> okay, let me wake up and save yeah. <laughs> um so i have like there's two uh, not two players but there's two things like um, fantastic this player this player is uh like obviously he's really good i think he's really good but he's like um on the ball and like what he, what he I mean, what he does off the ball is like um it's like very readable but when he's on the ball he's obviously really good but i think atomic on g2 is very very like very readable that's so surprising actually every, every time Quite off the ball every time i challenge him he just fakes it he just fakes it all the time Ooh. he just like and he just lets me i literally like oh i mean it was no. it was in scrims right I, you know he's I, not I, gonna fake you next time though right no he's definitely not definitely not <laughs> he's digging his own grave um but i was like i literally um i literally just knew he's gonna fake it it was in scrims like uh, i'm not really like it kind of was too much but like it was in scrims and like the ball was literally rolling to his net and he tried to fake me and i just dunked him right in his net because i knew it, but it was like right in his <laughs> net but it, and he just still faked me and it just fakes like a ton especially like in the corners and stuff like that so i just know that just to go for the ball every time every time i see Tommy going just just go for the ball wow that is a phenomenal so answer i'm not gonna lie so he's just what? like shadow defense 101 but he <laughs> yeah. takes it to the extreme yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe Holy man just turned Atomic into a ball chaser with one like you know paragraph. Like, <laughs> you see, I think that's that nearly crazy. more important though than which I I've I've been I don't know where it was, but some people didn't agree with me. Like those little things are nearly more important than overall like how a team plays, their team structure is like playing those certain situations the best. Because if you 
if you add those up, those little things like, you know, this is going to happen and you win this challenge, you win that 50, you know, that can add up to you guys getting a goal or winning a series. So I think like those, like knowing those little player tendencies are like massive to, mm -hmm. which is like the figuring them out thing, Johnny. I know you're not a fan of it, but I'm all okay, for wait, it. Wait, wait, I need to yeah, defend myself here. Listen, Beast Mode might not know the full, like, you know, figuring them out, like, you know, history. I my take on figuring them out is pros don't want to give anything away. So they just say, "Yeah, we figured them out," which is fair enough. They don't want to give away the strats. But when I hear like you know casters, analysts, fans say, "Yeah, I think we just figured them out and we're a good win every game," I'm like, "You don't know what you're talking about. You're just saying that because you think that's what's happening. You you don't you don't know what's happening, and you're trying to like rationalize it in your head." But like, I don't know. When when whenever I hear like anyone who's not a pro saying that, I'm like, "That's nothing to me." This, you might as well just said like i hope we win from here on <laughs> like it's just nothing but like if yeah. a pro says that i'm not going to push them on it i'm like yeah they probably know something that they don't want to tell anyone which is fair enough because they're <laughs> they're trying to keep their knowledge to themselves so they can keep winning but yeah whenever i hear like when a pro comes on and says that i'm like yeah they're probably onto something that they're, they're not going to tell us keep yeah. Under yeah they're not, they're not gonna tell it's us. an easy thing to say isn't it but it's a very look, easy thing to say it's not going to go anywhere so i try and like you know probe other areas but i I, yeah. I don't deny that yeah beast mode probably knows tendencies of uh pros um in every team yeah because that's absolutely so, a thing even everyone in chat probably like playing rank they'll be like this guy just this guy just demoed me look out if he's near you he's gonna try and demo you <laughs> yeah you, you all know like you're yeah. all trying to pick up on tendencies the guy whose name begins with s he's, he's a demo merchant <laughs> careful yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, so you said two just... players. You said Brand said two players though. Oh, I meant two. I meant two things, not two players. Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, like two things. Like I meant off the ball thing. Sorry. Oh wait, Atomic was just like the only. Okay, he's just yeah, that readable. He's like yeah, league he's like... of his own, not scary readable. <laughs> oh, like when he's, air, when, he, when he's in the air, when he's in the air, he's like unreadable. But like when like on the ground, like when he's like coming coming to the ball, he's definitely. Definitely readable in that aspect for sure. T base is in Atomic's DMs yeah, right now. Like, bro, queue up 1v1. We need you to become <laughs> you a 1v1. <laughs> Stop shadowing. We need to talk about Queue up 1v1 right now. <laughs> so let's recap right now what we've done. So we've blown G2's finished. Atomic is so, like, that team will never win again because we know we figure them out. Gen G, blow up the roster. We've, we've got rid of them. NRG need a roster change. We're getting through them. I think we've got through most of the teams. I don't think we need to talk about FaZe because they're always up there. They're still doing their thing. Furia but figured needed... out back to Brazil. Like, yeah, well, we've talked about the ball. Left. You know, you, you sent the ball down, you sent the ball pack, and you put the leash on him, but we haven't talked about the bear yet. I want to talk about Optic Gaming. What's, oh, what's going on with Optic? We haven't the talked bear. about the bear, and we just need to, I need to know your thoughts on this roster because they are, I don't want to say they're flying, but they're certainly uh, the most informed they've been so far. They're, they're actually like, they're looking... like gliding. They're flying in the first regional there. They're just gliding, you know. They're looking no more propulsion, but they're trying to keep it in the air. Are they the getting better B mode? Like, are they are they improving? Are they are they up there now? Or are they still, you know, just around the just doing their thing? Um, no, they're definitely improving a lot. Like, I felt I definitely feel like they found their uh their playstyle and what the way they want to play. And I definitely think that MB is definitely a huge part huge part in that mm. thing. Like, he's playing MB. Like Talk to me about him in scrims just before you talk about it again. <laughs> Have you seen what I've seen in scrims? Because when we were boot camping, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing peak MB. I'm seeing peak bear. <laughs> like triple flip resets on tap. No, yeah. In scrims, is actually really good. I'm not going to lie. I think he, he hit a nice few shots on me in scrims. And he's definitely really good in scrims. For sure. I'm, I'm game, not just saying Game day. Game, 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 about day, game day? Game day, like 0-4. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Like 4-0, mm. easy. Go to lower bracket. Another 4-0. Like, what is happening? 
get on game day, you can definitely tell. It's not, he's not. He's definitely not as confident. He's definitely a little nerves there. And I feel like if he if he gets like more experience and out of those nerves, I feel like he'd definitely be scrimming B for sure. But um, I feel like the reason why they're doing like really good is because he's he's a big reason of that, and I want to give props to him for sure. They're in the mix. They're like they're thirty one points. Like I don't know if we have the production quality to get the points on screen. I'll I'll send our uh, editor host extraordinaire the the rankings see what he can pull up but yeah they're they're in there i mean it it's so close like i feel like we have to talk about like how close na is they're like it space station they're around the fifth like there's a lot it's of those ridiculous. teams yeah there's a lot of teams in it and it, it's good to see it's it was it was exciting you guys made an exciting regional i think the ball was in north america's court after the whole eu best top 4 we've ever seen best gameplay and you guys decided to just have the top seeds just completely bomb out. So I think it was <laughs> it was exciting. You went for the entertainment factor and you did it. But look, we can talk about North America all day, all right? But we can't. Well, we could. We, we could, but we're not going to. <laughs> I want to get back to you because we Johnny brought it up before we went live. This is your debut, your first time on the Chalkcast. Is that correct? So these people, they don't know. They don't know about you. And I've got so many questions about your career. Firstly... You coming into the scene, you're a pro- you're a prodigy. You you were him coming into the scene, or one off, right? How did you handle that pressure? Because when I came into the scene, I was a nobody. No one cares. No one cares about the bloke that doesn't have mechanics. How do you handle just like I guess you know as a young you know young fella coming into a professional environment? I guess the added expectation of that that weight to you know always need to perform. Um, I said I don't really think about it too much. I was definitely very nervous though, but I try not to think about it too much. And are you talking about like the days where I, I I was on KCP and Shopify and everything such as that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, that's like, he's next, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay, but um, yeah, honestly, like I don't really think about it too much, and I just try to like stay off like uh social media and everything. So I wasn't really on social media. That was like Twitter and everything such as that. So I didn't really see all like the hype that um, or if there was hype, I didn't see like that much or anything about me so everything wasn't on social media at the time but um and i also didn't really like talk to many people i was just kind of like in my own bubble in space and like i wasn't really like, hearing anything so i guess like i was there was really nothing on me i just playing a plan and i didn't really hear much about me so yeah then you left um the team you kind of went did, wait did you take a split off or am i losing my mind i didn't actually think about uh, this yes i took until the... now I took last season... Ball split? Ball split, yes. Yeah, so to, to, uh, RLCS season X, I think you guys came seventh place, which was a bit unfortunate because it was top six championships. But yeah, you guys were like the... It was a very clear top seven in NA. And then you you took the fall split off and everybody's like, what is Beast Mode doing? How is he going to possibly buy his girlfriend a $60,000 birthday present? Oh, no. Without a salary. So, uh, Wait, can we, can we just give it. some context to that real quick? Yeah, I, I, I was, don't remember I was exactly what that. it was. But yeah, Beastman made a tweet that said, for every like this tweet's get, I'll buy my girlfriend like an equal amount in dollar value or something like that yeah, i don't know how it's yeah, worded yeah. but then the tweet like absolutely blew up it was retweeted 60K. everywhere <laughs> it hit like 60k 60, likes thousand likes my god 
<laughs> that's that's Twitter farming. That's great impressions. So, like, uh, in, in, in the absence of an org salary in the fall split last year, how on earth did you afford a sixty thousand dollar <laughs> present for your girlfriend? What did you What did you share? I mean, like, you know, I feel like people have you know gift ideas in the hundred dollar, maybe like you know one k, like you know upper value. But what what even what what is sixty thousand? What do you get? <laughs> So yeah, uh, there's a lot to it. I mean, like, actually, like, there's, there's, uh, like, when I tweeted that, like, I started getting hundreds of thousands of likes, and I started getting nervous. I was no, I was, like, getting, like, so stressed, like, no way, man, I'm gonna spend, like, thousands of dollars, man. I was like, oh my goodness, dude. And I was like, I was like, if I don't, if I don't do it, then I'm gonna get, like, everyone's gonna think I'm fake, and they're like, oh, I was like, oh my goodness, I was getting so stressed. Oh my goodness, I was so stressed. But um, and then like my, my, I was with my girlfriend at the time. She was and she was like, uh, and then I was like, I was like, what do you want? And she was like, <laughs> what is it? What do you What do you want? Right, she, what do you want? Then? And she's like, you don't got to spend. She's like, you don't got to spend that much on I me. Mean, it was it was just for a joke and everything. So I was like, I was like, are you serious? And then um, and then yeah, but I still wanted to. Uh, I still took her shopping at the mall. I took her shopping at the mall all day. Get, got her whatever she wanted to get. And then I took her out to eat. And I tried to like. Make her day the best day as I can be. So that's that's basically what I did. Oh my bad. What a man. You just gave her the checkbook. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's actually so sick. She's like, you don't have to get that. I just want a Ferrari like that. It's just, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the money value. You don't have to. You don't have to get me anything. Oh wow! Look at the discount on this like Lamborghini. That's so cool. Wow. Purple like convertible. Wow. That's cool. But no, you don't have to get me anything. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, that's a that's a W W boyfriend moment. That's um, awesome. I actually, I'd, I'd, forgive me for not knowing your actual, I, I guess, start to your career. Though. Like, how did you actually get into Rocket League? What, what was the, what was your first, moment, you know, what, what started it? Who'd you watch? Who, did, who were you inspired by? You know, yeah, who were you inspired well? by? Who'd you watch? No, Any, not Rizzo. Any, but anybody like, specific? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> Tell um, us about the start. So, I think 2016. I don't know if it was free or twenty dollars, but I like, I seen this, like, I seen it on YouTube or something like that, and. I, I seen like this guy. He was like playing against the best player in the world. I don't know what YouTuber it was, but it was it was against Kronovi. and I was like, I just thought the game was pretty cool, and it was against Kronovi. and and I was like, and I looked up the game Rocket League. I, I played PS4 at the time. I got it. Uh, I think it was twenty dollars, and then I just started playing from there. I actually started playing with my dad. We play like split screen and stuff like that, and then that's crazy. Yeah, eventually. Sorry. So yeah, me and my dad are at the same rank, so he should be pro right now, but he's not. Um, but, <laughs> but uh but yeah we, we started we started playing together and then eventually i just got like too high for him and we stopped playing together so was that a conversation like let's like let's be real here like you know i figured you out everyone else has figured you out <laughs> uh, i mean we just it was just we weren't we didn't really talk about it. We just set in our separate where, ways. Where do you have that conversation? That's such like a, I've never I've never had you? to have that conversation. Was that like at the dinner table? Like, yeah, can, can you? you pass the ketchup? Also, I'm never playing two again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, funny. Don't log on tomorrow. Stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some more salt, my friend. Never play with me again. Like, please. <laughs> Oh he my god. He unplugs the second controller, just staring yeah. at his dad. Just... What rank is he? We've got <laughs> a range of shotguns. His dad's playing, cast. but the controller's not plugged in. Like, he's supposed to do 1v2, and he's like, whoa, nice. I'm, I'm really contributing. <laughs> That's so sick. No, but what, what rank is he? Like, we've got a range um, of shotguns. So maybe maybe we can find him a new team. 
He used diamond. Uh, oh, he's diamond. Okay. Yeah, that's so. pretty much like Rizzo in my rank as well. <laughs> I talked about me in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but to, uh, keep going on about it. Yeah, uh, about everything. Uh, yeah, basically after that, I I then found this thing like, well, I reached Grand Champion. I think season four, um, before like Super Sonic Legend was a thing. I reached Grand Champion season four. Or season five, but I think it was season four. And then I found this thing called Six Man's. Um, Mill. I don't know if you guys, you guys ever heard of Mill or no? Yeah. Mill. Okay, I know. Yeah, Rizzo has and Two Piece. I was friends with Two Piece back then. Um, and then we we started playing, uh, Six Man's, and I, I went from rank B to rank A. Were you on PlayStation? Just quickly, is that like console or PC? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot to say, I got I got a, a PC Christmas of like 2018, I think, okay. or something. And like that. did you bring so, up Mill because he told you about Six Man's? Yeah, yeah, Mill oh, okay. told me about mm-hmm. suspense. Um, Wait, who's Mill? I don't know. Rizzo's Mill. Who's Mill? He used to be like, should be like a, a bubble player for like, uh, in like, or, or like an RLRS player. Yeah, is he like a talent player. scout? Like, I feel like you know a lot of teams in the scene right now are pretty bad <laughs> so at like scouting new talent. Like, they need to contact Mill. Like, he's got some good pick. He got two piece <laughs> beast mode on speed dial. Like, actually, somebody hire Mill as a coach. Mill. What's we going we won an ESL uh, monthly champion together, so I have an ESL monthly champion tag from that. So, oh, yeah. sign him up. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Anyway, anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I went from so it's rank B and then rank A and then rank X. X was like semi pro level or less pro, and then I went from rank B to rank X within like a month. Um, it was pretty fast, and then I went, I went and then like, and then in, a, in about a year, I went from like rank X to rank S, which is the highest pro level, and I was fourteen. Um. So that's that's how people know me. I was rank S, um, which is pro level before I was 15. And then um, I started trying out with teams. I don't know if you guys, uh, Mirage. You guys have heard of Mirage? Um, who who the, played for Mirage? I remember the team name. Who was Joe that again? Freshness. Joe Freshness and... Oh, wait. Freshness it? played with Luke, right? Yeah, it was Luke, yeah. Did he play and, with Luke at that time? No yeah. way. Wait, was Mirage uh, different from like Mirage Esports? There was like an org version, I think, as well. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I'm thinking of like there was like a Canadian team that was like Mirage Esports or something. So <laughs> just quickly, you saying you were rank S when you were 14, <clears throat> but you weren't, you didn't have a team prior to that. Like you weren't playing other like weekly tournaments. Like I know you said you won an ESL monthly, but did you just not really? I guess you can't really play RLCS, but did you, did you not have any other like teams on the way? Like these, you know, little little shitter teams, if you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually played with Two Piece and Chronic. Um, and Astros and then I'll I'll tell a funny story about that here in a second but um, or not a funny story but a funny thing but uh, and then I was playing like tournaments with them but then I turned 15 before they did so we had to part our way sadly Um, but um, and then I started trying out with like RLCS or RLRS teams I should say because I didn't didn't try out with like any high tier uh, pro teams but I started trying with them I didn't get any spot Actually, I didn't get any spot. Wait, you I tried was... out with a bunch of rival series teams, and they were like, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, they were like, um, and what's it, Fusion. Remember Fusion? Yeah. Um, yes. I, I played Fusion, and we beat NRG, um, actually, in, in like, in 3v3 games, and then um, at the time, they obviously, they were really good. And then, and then, they like, were terrible in Fusion. Hard to believe. Oh, yeah, they were, yeah, they're, yeah, true. They true, were not true. made for that tournament. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you guys, you guys beat them. <laughs> and then after that, then a week later, I was, they were told me that we were picking up someone else, and I was like, "Dang, man!" I was like, "That was, a, that was my last chance." And I was like, at this point, I was like, "I'm just gonna go, like, try to find some right players and bubble players that I can team up with." And then one night, 
I uh, one night I played with Rapid Twos, and then after that he asked me, "Would you would I be down to try out with him in Memory?" Or and then and then uh, or it was him and Seabass, and then uh, and then obviously we Memory came in, and then that's a long story, but yeah, it was me, Rapid, and Memory. And then we went up to all all RSX, and I'm glad I made a name for myself. And if like if Rapid never asked me that night, um, if I would if I would as a one of the team or want to try things, I probably wouldn't be here. So yeah, it's a long story, but yeah, that's, that's basically where I am. That's now. Awesome. And then, and then, you, and then the, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, do yeah, you think yeah. you would have kept on like playing if like, were you at like, because there's a lot of players that are like, well, if I don't get a team right now, I'm just going to quit. Like, were you ever at that <laughs> point? Um, right, right before rapid asked you? Maybe I was thinking about it. Um, because like, I really had nothing, nothing to play for and there was nothing really, but at the same time, I was just super motivated. For sure. Wait, you said there was a funny story with uh, Corona oh, Two Piece, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when when I left, when I left, uh, they picked up Daniel, and now I'm teaming with Daniel, so that's pretty cool. Wait, and, what is this? <laughs> who's who's going? Like, who's going for this Chronic team? Daniel Beamode, all in the same area. <laughs> who on yeah. earth? Who who like scouted this team? Like, was that just all of the boys? You're like you're together in Discord, like, yeah, maybe we should try this game Rocket League. Or does somebody we'll tell you guys to play together? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. That is a stacked roster. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I mean, they're our team together. I never talked to them, but I guess two piece and chronic. And then they started doing Astro together. I think they won a few. So, yeah. Was this all Mill? Mill stocks are <laughs> high. Yeah, Mill stocks are super high. <laughs> Mill stocks are high. It, are six months? Well, is six months still a way that pros can get uh, recognized, or like bubble players can get recognized? Because I know, like you're you're saying, that's how you you know made a name for yourself. But is it still like one of the best ways or the way? Um, I don't. I I would say no. I would say it's not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, I would definitely say ranked <laughs> is ranked is the like kind of the way. Probably like if you get high in twos and you're kind of like. Um, you kind of make a name for yourself. I feel like, or ones or threes. I feel like I feel like Johnny, Johnny your show matches kind of help with that. Like, mm. I I really never heard of Zen ever until like your show matches, and then and now he's like one of the best players in the world. So, yeah. Yeah, don't don't say that. Like, it's right now. It's like four in the morning in France, so you're fine. <laughs> Tomorrow during the day, do oh, not yeah. do not say that. Yeah. You're gonna get like ratioed for the rest of your life by like French <laughs> like <laughs> fans. Nah, yeah. like. Now Zen was like really big in the French community and like the rest of Europe by proxy, but yeah, it was it was crazy how he just wasn't known in the rest of the world because he was just he he destroyed EU twos. That's how he made a name for himself. Really, he was already like an EU twos like you know prodigy before he touched ones. He he the fact he got good at ones was out of nowhere. He was already like, okay, this guy's going to be insane. And then he decided, yeah, I'm just going to try ones. Oh, whoops, I'm really good at this. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was a surprise, actually. I didn't... I Yeah, we already knew Zen was mm. insane before that. But now, the, I think the, sh the reason show matches... Uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but this is my take on it. I think the reason show matches are gaining like more uh, you know, attention now is because pros back then, years ago, did not think... Well, like, Players who are good at one v one would be good at threes, but now a lot of the you know best teams are looking at the ones main, thinking, okay, if that guy's got mechanics, sign him up. Like we're we're gonna teach him the game in like you know a couple of couple of weeks, honeymoon period, easy, you know. But mm. is, is that is it that simple? Do you think? Because I don't think, I don't think it's that simple. I feel like 
there are probably some ones mains who are just way too down the rabbit hole of ones and low fifties. They've never aerialed, you know. But if they're like trying to do plays that work in threes, mainly aerial based ones mains, they're gonna translate easily. But have you thought about that beast mode at all? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought about that a little bit. I, I didn't, yeah, like. Looking at Zen, I didn't know if he was gonna be good in threes, but now like I feel like if you play ones, I, my you changed my mind on like going from ones and threes. Like if you're good in ones, you can definitely be good in threes. And I think Scrupulo is the same thing, same way, right? Like he's really good in ones. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, off the top of my head, I I definitely think there's players that are just like too too onesy and just can't really get out of that like a hole, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely I I played against like a decent amount of them, um, but. Yeah, some players never them. aerial. They just low fifty flick everything. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. But I think one. You need an aerial game. Now, but... You need. Yeah, an aerial like game. back then, it was like have the ball. Who like you, you could tell people were ones players in like twenty seventeen because they just have the ball on top of their car the whole time. But now, yeah. obviously, like everyone's going off the sidewall and like it's more. You know, it's more me. I feel like ones is much more mechanical. Yeah, what, now once, than once meta, I know it's like once was like shadow if defense. You've got you space. Know, well played. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, well played now. So it's like, it translates a lot better. That helps a ton with like, you mm-hmm. know, getting recognition from threes pros. But did did you say yeah. like you're you're thinking that you have to play more ones, beast mode? Or is that not something you're interested in? Um, For me personally, I mean, I've I never been big, too big fan of ones. And every time like I play ones, like, I mean, I, I, I can't win. I can't win against pretty much like anyone. But like, I, I feel like it like lowers my confidence down like I, I always tell myself like even in twos like, i always tell myself i'm just a threes player i'll be fine and then I, i'm fine <laughs> i'm fine at, i'm fine in threes but like um like sometimes like so more solo individual mistakes come out and then i start down on myself like it's just like a, kind of an overthinking thing but and also like every time a 1v1 like daniel like my confidence just goes down the drain so like, <laughs> but and then like you, you need know, a so. smurf mate you need you need a barcode like get a barcode a ones barcode has daniel figured you out in one yeah 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 it's not gonna lie yeah. <laughs> okay i'm actually really glad you brought up barcode i just want to tell a little tidbit about the like there okay so so many people in league uh you said starcraft people started doing it in league as well yeah. in like 2013 and everybody had really? barcode names like ill you know all that stuff and then the one guy faker he ends up making an account, but his name is Barcode Killer. And it was the sickest <laughs> thing ever because he went on like a 20 KDA, like in rank, just on Ribbon. And he was just like, in 2013, he was just an absolute menace. And like, I just have like this memory of Barcodes just because of Faker. Barcode just Killer. Just Hunter. That's yeah, exactly. sick, actually. We're we need that Ark in Rocket League. We need Barcodes. Yeah. Bring out the Barcode Beast Mode. Uh, B-Mode, you could be the one. Barcode you could, mode. That could- Barcode mode. That might yeah. be a bit too obvious. So we've kind oh, of yeah. to I got told to change my name to Barcode. If your name is Barcode mode. People might know who it is, but yeah. um, it's like you, we're talking about mechanics, though, and how mechanical. I guess how ones is getting more mechanical. You know, another question for us, us players. For me, I was never the most mechanical player, right? And I could see, <laughs> I could see where the scene was heading, like with mechanics. Like, I was getting crazy. It was getting wild, like chain dashes on tap, stuff like that. And I was like. This is getting too much. You know, I was, I, I wasn't like, I wouldn't say I was, you know, turning into an absolute air boss, but I was sort of, you can see how, you know, to be at the top of the scene, you need mechanics. But as someone like yourself, Beastman, you came in as a mechanical player, you're still one of the most mechanical players in the world. Can you ever see the esport or the, these up and coming players just getting too good mechanically? Or do you feel like you can always keep up? Do you think there's ever going to be a point where 
like these kids are, are too good? Or are you are you just going to be there till you're 35 years old? You and Dan just hanging out <laughs> no. still at the top of the scene mechanically. Um, honestly, I do think about that a lot, and it's a scary thing. Like, you know, because like you always want to be at the top, and like I feel like eventually, you know, you, you will not be at the top anymore. And like having these new, like new 15, 16 year old come in, like Zen, um, you know, it's definitely a scary thing. But honestly, at the same time, like. I'm always saying to myself, like, I, I believe that I can be this mechanical forever. I believe that I, I, I will be one of the, or one, or be, well, I can't freaking find my words, but will be or can be one of the most mechanical players in the world. But, um, like, at the same time, I just, I gotta, like, I'm just trying to be real, real with myself. Like, I don't know if it's going to last forever. Because, of, like, you see everyone, like, I think, for example, you can, you can look at Justin. Like, I think Justin is, like, super good mechanically still, and, like, still one of the best players mm -hmm. in an A, mm -hmm. in my opinion, but it's just, like, yep. he definitely isn't up there with, like, all the other people right now in, in, in mechanics, I feel like, so. Well, we we touched on one of the Chalkcast classics, you know, figured out meta. Let's let's go to a different one when we bring up Justin. Does he, does he not, does he want it enough? Does oh. he need to want it more? <laughs> Wait, what, do you, what, like, what do you think? Does NRG really want to win? Let me, I feel like... let, me paint, let me paint the picture real quick, okay? Gen G moves across the pond, and they want to prove yeah. to everybody they're the real I deal. Want they want it. They want, want it more, more than anybody. And they come more. through, and they absolutely decimate. <laughs> But now they just don't want it as much, and now Two they're not yeah. winning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they just want to go home. They want Rolex watches. They want to leave. Want it. They got the bag. Go they got the bag. They don't need to win again. Let's go they, back they... to England, England. Nolly's <laughs> proved himself. You know, Nolly's gone from a bubble player that everyone said he's not that good. He's washed. He was the worst player on every team. Now he's a major champion. Does he need to win anymore? I don't know. I think he's happy. <laughs> did they want it, BMO? Did the, the teams need to want it? The players need to want it. How bad did you want to prove yourself after Regional 1? Did you want it, Beast Mode? Did you want did it? Did you want it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I feel like um, wanting it is definitely definitely the most important thing. I feel like, mm. I mean, to go back to energy, I feel like that's, they were just like, got to complacent. So they were literally like finishing finals and winning and everything. So I feel like that's, that's definitely like, um, one of the things that you can't like really let go of. You always have to want it, and you always because you know like there's other people that will take your spot. There's other people that will do better than you if you don't. Because it's just like Rocket League, just like that. Um, so you always have to have that mentality. You just gotta improve and do better. And um, even after this regional win, even though like I already won a few, like, I I want to win more and I want to win everything there is to win. And I'm I'm not gonna put like stop putting the hours in unless like I'm just completely terrible at the game and want to retire. So. I feel like it will be. I like honestly, I think we're getting to the point now where, like, obviously, like the the first gen, second gen, third, gen, whatever, how many gens there's been have been replaced by the more mechanical young players. But I think the current generation are like young enough. They've been playing Rocket League since they're like seven. So like, if you're currently good at Rocket League, that's probably you're probably good. It's like like I feel like you're gonna, you know, be done when you want to be done. Mm -hmm. Like you'll you'll you. Uh, it's more likely that players like you, Beast Mode, and First Killer and Daniel will say, you know what, I don't want it anymore. No, but seriously, you know they, they you don't you'd rather like you know do something else mm -hmm. or like you mm -hmm. know split your attention between different things, whether it's real life or you know other things in the esports space. You need space. a balance, though. It's important. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like players will actually decide. I'm not going to keep on pursuing you know mechanics in Rocket League. I'm going to you know mm -hmm. choose other things. 
rather than, oh no, I literally can't keep up, which is the, you know, problem most of the early day pros had. It's like, despite their best efforts, they can't keep up. It wasn't a choice. It was like, well, I guess this is happening. Yeah. But I think it's more of a choice and it will become more of a choice as time goes on. Would you say... Would you say, Memo, that finally your your new teammate Dan actually wanted to win a regional because it's taken him a long time? <laughs> Would you say that there was a change? <laughs> no, no, he's definitely always wanted the regional. Like he's every every time I would talk to him before, like we used to before we team, like every time I would talk to him, he just the like, literally the first thing you would say to me, he's like, "Beeson, when when would I when would I I can't, Aww. when will I win a regional, dude?" I'm like, "Dude, you win one eventually, bro." He's like. I like, you literally one of the best in like in in the in the world, so like you win one eventually. But and then you were like, "Oh well, come over here, <laughs> yeah, man. I'll get your win. It's taking a while. Come on, then. Yeah, I got you, let's, man. I got let's you. win a regional then, since you can't do it by yourself. Kind of cringe, but okay. Let's, <laughs> yeah, I guess we can do it. That's huge of you. Um, I, I just want to finish off on the just on the mechanics thing, and it kind of relates to the older pros because when I'd see a new mechanic, you know, like wall dashing or something, the first thing is like. You know, sorry, me and Rizzo, as myself and Rizzo, I was older pros, I know Shane here, like, when you see a new mechanic, you kind of, like, I don't need that, you know, and you kind of get, like, sort of, you know, a bit, com not complacent, but you kind of like, why would I, like, look, who is this guy? He's not a pro, he's got a tutorial on YouTube about how, how to do X, Y, Z, like, I don't need to know how to do that, and then all of a sudden, these new 14, 13, 14, 15 year olds that are coming into RLCS all know how to do it, they can do it on tap. And then you're all of a sudden, you know, a few months behind or, you know. You're a, you're a fossil, yeah. So yeah. for you, what, what's your mindset when you see a new mechanic? Like, you know, obviously, I guess wall dashing was kind of like. Are you, are you like, basically he's asking, are you learning? Are you free playing Do you pogos? pick it up, yeah. Mm, are you free so, playing pogos and ceiling pinch <laughs> double taps? What are you taps? learning? And how uh, quickly do you learn? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I like, as soon as I seen wall dashes, like, I started learning, like, instantly because I just thought they were, like, one of, first of all, cool. And second mm. of all, like I just seen someone like like recover like with no boost, like going uh going back super fast and no boost. And like I I do it to this day. Like I recover in RLCS. Like um like like literally I, I remember um this weekend I literally couldn't get to a ball and then I waved dash like twice and got to the ball and cleared it pretty pretty well. So like I feel like it's it is helpful in the right in the right uh right spots. Um and then recently I just like learned pogo as well. Like um I, Oh, it's I, over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I actually enjoyed doing Pogo. Oh, like, no. it's, it's super fun, and I actually hit it like in the game, like uh, like I think a couple of days ago. So it's like they're just super fun to do, and I'm always learning because if I don't learn, then I know that I can easily just not be the, like one of the best mechanically. So I'm always trying to learn, always trying to uh, improve any any minute I can. Right. We're, do you think we're... for you it's it's improving mechanically or like game sense stuff? What do you think is is separating you from perhaps just you know, obviously you're one of the best players in the world, but from being the best player in the world, what is it consistency? Is it maybe game sense or is it more team stuff or mechanics? Um, I definitely think it could be I definitely like out of mechanics or game sense is definitely game sense. And um, just staying consistent and confident. Like if like, I mean, look at the tier, like, like he's been like, he's literally like so confident in himself and his team. And he's like, obviously been one of the best like for a while now. And he's just like he's super confident, and he believes that he's the best in the world. So I feel like confidence just goes a long way. And like, if you're not playing good, if you're not playing good, just stay like stay confident in your abilities and yourself. And I feel like you'll go away a long way. And then, for example, look at Garrett G's tweet. Like before, when he won against Complexity and Fear, I think, like he literally said, it's all mental. So I feel like yeah, I feel like that's something that I'm trying to like improve as time goes on, and always have that mental mindset for sure.
you've always been a big Garrett fan, if I'm not mistaken. But everybody has. So I feel like everybody has. Yeah. So, okay, let's do very quickly um, any major team predictions. So, Beast Mode, you know, if you, need you guys are picture. first equal right now. Oh, Here's the picture. Yeah, we've, we've got the picture. We, you know, production's on it right now. It's going to be up moments. It's already up. Uh, yeah, V1 are first equal. So, we're going to like put them in the major automatically. We don't need you to predict yep, your own team. Uh, we're putting them in. So there's four spots for NA remaining. What four teams, Beast Mode, do you think are going to go to the major from North America? Um, definitely going to go complexity. Uh, I think SSG will make it. Um, oh. I think FaZe will make it. And then... <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think Oh. I think I think Genji is gonna oh. make it. Too. I think, <laughs> you think the bottle job is gonna happen from Optic Gaming? They're gonna, they're gonna bottle it. I I think I think so. Flop, no, Flop Optic <laughs> Gaming, no, no, Optic, no, don't say it. Bears no. gonna hibernate Regional Three. I, honestly, I thought they were gonna make the major at the Regional One, but like that's just too mm. many. Like Phase, like Phase and Gen G, and just like yeah, Phase and G, man. It's just it's just so hard to cut them out. Okay, so if you think Phase and Gen G are inevitable, why Space Station over Floptic? <laughs> Floptic. I mean, Optic. Such a funny name. Um, <laughs> I mean, just like I mean, I just gotta like, go with something. It's just it's just talent. Like at the end of the day, it's just like they're just so good individually. I just can't see them not making it. But if um, it was Scrims, would Optic make it? If it was scrims, I, I think if it was scrims, optic would make it for sure. That's all for CJ sure. needed to hear. That's all he needed to hear. He can sleep at night for the rest of the season now. But like, okay, so you watch enough of EU to uh, to predict EU as well, or mm. uh, or is that just like a waste of your time, Mickey region? No, I can definitely, I can definitely predict you, Mickey region. Okay, <laughs> five. So obviously, Hogan mode in the upset of the season did not qualify for the most recent regional. So that makes it a lot easier because you know yeah. that's one extra spot free. But like, okay, <laughs> who's making it to the major from EU then? Um, Vitality for sure, Carmine, BDS, Vitality, or not? I said Vitality. I mean, uh, Carmine, Vitality, BDS, Liquid. Mm-hmm. And moist, and moist. I know, I, I know it's a pretty, five. yeah. I know it's a pretty clear and boring top five, but I, I just gotta go with that. No, that's a, I feel like that's a very respectable answer. But like, uh, it, it, not really a question here. But I feel like it would be, you know, a sin not to mention for all of our, uh, you know, chalk listeners that OCE and Mina are both three horse races. So OCE, OCE is literally a three way tie right now <laughs> for first place. So there's two spots up for grabs. They're all the, the top three teams are. Everyone the same is flopping in this region. Everyone is trying to bottle it. It is it is so good to watch. <laughs> so what that means is like essentially the winner final in this format will be a qualification for LAN. Mm-hmm. And the lower final will most likely be a qualification match for LAN as well. So if you're not gonna watch any of OCE at all through the weekend. Watch the winner final and the lower final because, unless I'm mistaken, CJ, the top three are top three by a fair bit, right? So they're going to yeah, be it's most likely in the winner final, lower final, competing for LAN, which is insane. So not just That's... LAN, but competing for Worlds because yeah, ground, wild card as well. ground zero and power, like if, one, if only one of them makes the major, then they'll make Worlds as well. 
But if both of them oh make the major, days. then it will be like who does better at the major for the world spot because pioneers are basically locked in. So it is it is insane. I know Beast and actually be in. massive OCE. I have to, no, I have to, I have to mention like for for uh, for Europe, it's not the best time zone. It's like three in the morning in Central Europe, oh, two in the morning for me. But for you guys in America, it's at nine o'clock, nine p.m. in the nice East coming. Coast, six p.m. in the West Coast. You guys are not going to be sleeping. You're mm. going to be awake if you're if you're not watching. You chose not to watch. None of you are sleeping. It's nine p.m. for the winter final, and then lower finals, obviously the hour after, and then uh, we have winter finals like midnight or whatever. You know, you guys. I know you're all awake. You're all awake at the weekend. We'll see. East in the future. That's Saturday for 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 North America. Their Sunday's your Saturday. You said it's Think on at it. nine p.m. The the winner final, which will probably be a LAN qualification match, is at nine p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and then the lower oh, final event will be at eleven p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, so that. it's very watchable. Those will both be LAN qualification matches. I feel like it would be it would be a sin for us not to tell you guys about that. And like, then, yeah, even but... listen, even if you're a North American Europe fan saying, "Oh, these gameplays that Rizzo's pretty go to sleep." <laughs> It's, it might not be the best gameplay, but just know that every team here is going to be absolutely bricking themselves. And that's the yeah. most exciting thing to watch is knowing how much pressure. Quad commit, quad whiff. Like... like people will be missing nets. They'll just go, there's going to be so much panic in these three teams. It's going to be, that's, that's oh. enough to come and watch. Just um, watch on the line. Just listen. I'm sorry. Just listen to how hard you're trying to sell OCE right oh, now. Yes, whatever. <laughs> Let's get back to beast mode. If we've talked about everything. Are we happy? Are we going to the Patreon questions now? Are we going to finish up with? Yeah, yeah finishing up already. Wait, before we do, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen a lot about it, but like, first, I have two questions actually. I don't know if it, we have time for, but first, oh, we've got oh, a lot of time. Are you wait oh, all night? What is it? All the time. All right, so the first question, what's a better region in A or EU? And second of all, who's your guys' top five in each region? Okay, let's start, let's start with question one. Better wait, region. Wait, wait, so it's... just to, to pre-jump the second question, is that top five in both combined or in each separate? E each. I want to know you guys each. Because I haven't seen a lot each, from that. Each, I okay. See, I want to see people's opinion because I haven't seen a lot about it. So when you say best region as well, you mean best top five uh, overall? Since yeah, that's kind uh, of how the regions are compared. I, yeah, because I've seen a lot of people saying EU clears. So I just want to get you guys' uh, things. Okay, I, I, uh, okay. Quick redirect. Hey, what do you think, quick, North quick, American? Quick redirect to back to Beast Mode real quick. Did you watch EU last weekend by chance? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of highlights from, from EU, but no, I didn't really see it. You, you might as well have watched the whole stream because there were a lot of highlights <laughs> that weekend. Yeah, did you, sorry, did you watch the whole weekend? <laughs> Um, it, it really was like I'll go every first. goal. I'll go first. I'm sorry, but EU's better. If NRG are making top four in Europe, I'm oh, sorry, in North America, BMO, uh, there's yeah. no debate. There's no debate. You can't. I understand that the top of the, the creme de la crop might be right up there with the best in Europe with you guys and, you know, maybe a, maybe a phase clan as well. But I mean, if Gen G and Complexity are winning regionals, getting grand finals, and then coming last or near enough, that, I think I have to go Europe. That was. Yeah. They, they, they're top, they're, they're consistently, their best teams are, are very, very good. So I'll mm. go Europe. Rizzo? I, I think, let me hit you with a bit of logic real quick. I think, okay, okay so we brought up, we brought up Floptic. We brought up a little bit about NA here, right? Talk, talking about NA real quick. Okay, first and foremost, let me just get my answer out of the way. I think it's EU. 
Okay. And <laughs> the, the reason, especially because since I watched last weekend, the, my mindset is when you're watching NA, uh, especially this, this most recent weekend, it seems a little bit fluky. CJ, stop sleeping. It seems a little bit fluky. <laughs> and like, if you go to the major or, you know, all these teams, you're looking at them and going into the major and you realistically think about who can win a major, how many of these teams can win a major? I think I'm putting like much more or many more whatever EU teams over NA teams in that regard. Yeah. I think many more EU teams can win a major compared to NA teams, so I would say EU. Mm. I'd agree with that. I know I, I'm biased, so I, I don't get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased, and I but... also sent Dignitas to the last major, so I mean, it's, just, it's not a <laughs> good is, track record. Yeah, I, I do want to say, I do think V1, and I'm not just saying it because Beast Mode's here, like I've made multiple videos about V1, you can go check my YouTube channel, I'm very consistent on what I say <laughs> about them. Plug? Like, <laughs> like you, can, you can fact check me, I'm very consistent on this, I've said on my live stream, on my YouTube, <laughs> and I'll say it again, I think V1 style will be fine against EU. I think phase style, terrible. They're going to get absolutely eaten alive by EU teams Ooh. if they play like this. They, this defensive, you know, they're queuing up for their turn on the backboard. They're like, no, it's my turn to be the backboard defender. No, me. No, me. No, <laughs> no, me. No, you challenge the ball. I want to defend the backboard. They're going to get destroyed. Like, phase mm. needs to change their play style. It's not going to work. Complexity, I, I have faith in them. I think they can... They're obviously inconsistent now because they came ninth but um i think their style's effective so yeah v1 complexity i rate them but i think the other if i was good doing a global top five i think the rest of the top five would be liquid kc vitality so yeah i have to say eu i was because i was looking on liquipedia and i was like what teams are in the major contention for eu and i was like holy these teams are these top five teams are stacked you got bds mm -hmm. you got like vitality they're just, they're just so good and i look at and i just feel like they, they all can win a win a land and I, and I feel like two or three teams can and they couldn't win a land so ah so you had the same logic i did yeah yeah literally yeah mm -hmm. that's just so uh, that's just us pro players you know that's just our pro player brain all of us all of us here no, i i, I intentionally did not say gen g i need to see something from gen g they've lost three in a row to complexity three in a row to phase they went two wins three losses at land like they're on a bit of an l streak right now they just came ninth like come on I need to see like some dubs from Genji. I know they made like a grand final run, but they I don't know. They they gotta beat they gotta beat some like actual major winning contenders along the way mm. before it's like impressive. The, the you know, they on their last run they beat uh you know, they beat Fury around one, that's good, but uh, you know, Furia are also very inconsistent. They beat NRG, they beat Space Station, then they lost to Complexity, beat Optic. Then they lost to complexity again. I'm like, none of the, they didn't beat anyone who I think is a contender to win a major. Mm -hmm. So Gen G right now are like for me they're outside the top five. Mm -hmm. Let's get uh let's get Beast Mode's other question in here. He said, "Who's our top five? Okay, I still don't know what you meant. Did you mean top five in five, both the regions like separately? Five, five so yeah, separately. so land, okay. land picks, yeah, not major. Yes, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll speed run EU same as Beast Mode, same top five because Hogamode didn't make it, so that's like obviously." <laughs> They're, Can you say the top five? There. Was it in order as well? The same in order, or was uh, it? What is it? I top said top. Five. I said top five. Uh, not. I mean, not teams. I meant players. Oh, players! Oh, oh, yeah, players. oh my mistake. No, I'm no, so, you're fine. I'm, I'm not. No, you're fine. I'm probably. Oh, okay. Top oh, five like players it. in order. Oh, in order is tough. Can we just do any order? <laughs> yeah, do any order. Yeah. Okay, Vatira, easy, right? Mm -mm. 
no brainer. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Atto no brainer. Yeah. As well. And I'm gonna say Zen for me no brainer, but apparently that's a hot take in no, some people's minds. No is that a no brainer for us? It's a no brainer. Oh, okay. It's a chalk cast no brainer, but when I said that on my stream <laughs> the other day, everybody's like, What? <laughs> like they 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 tell me I'm crazy. But I think it's a no brainer. The rest is tough though. The rest is tough. I'll go the same three. Can I can I do my four five then? Maybe help you out. I'm putting Alpha. Yeah, yeah help me, help I'm me. Putting Alpha right at four. I'm put Alpha. I know I, he was he was a little bit. You know, you could say Redosum was popping. All. I can't put all of Vitality in the top five though. So I'm going to put Alpha in there, and then in my fifth spot. Hmm, it's it's a bit for me. It's between Monkey and Seiko with the yeah. BDS coming back, but I think I'll put Monkey. I think I was, was going to say Monkey. You've yeah, got Oski and Exotic as well, though. That's why I'm saying it's tough, because, like, Oski's really good, Exotic's really good. But Atto's been, like, clearing that team for, for, like, at least the last regional. Like, so it kind of puts him just above But Oski's pretty big, though. Oski's pretty big. He's, he's massive. He's massive. <laughs> yeah. But as, you know, me and B-Mode are coming from, you know, as players that played <laughs> oh, at the previous yes. World oh, Championships, yeah. 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 as... As people that were there, you know, in Fort Worth competing, you know, I feel like we're like, oh, like okay, way to just, yeah. way to just X me like... out there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my five. I think that's well rounded. It'd be, I think you have to include a beat. Oh, I think it's a, a bit, I, th I feel like it's a bit quick to put Monkeyman in there because like Oski's be. been so good for a long time. Exotic's been so good for a long time. And then obviously Vatira, Ato, Zen. I think I, I'm going to disagree in Monkey Moon for now. I think he might re-enter it if he gets one more good event. But for me, I'm hesitant on Monkey Moon. Because what if he's in a bad mood next event and they just lose? Mm, yeah. What if he's having a bad day? You know, like I hope he has a good day. I'm a Monkey Moon fan, but I'm hesitant on Monkey Moon. Oh, exotic, Oski. Just pick one. I'm, a, I'm an exotic <laughs> fan. I'm putting exotic in there. Exotic. He's, like a, he's a he's yeah. a he's a bot Fennec. He's good. God icon, bot mm -hmm. Fennec icon. Bro, I'm, a, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the rosters of NA. I don't even know how to do this one. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost here. Is there five good players? That's the other question. Okay, first killer, easy. Yeah, yeah. CRR automatic. Oh yeah, that's sure. a good one. You think sure. CRR is one? <clears throat> yeah, I think CRR yeah, is auto player. top five for me. Auto. Atomic. He's. He's, he's, he's popping off. I was Is Atomic say, still good enough, though? He's, say kinda, Atomic. he's not that scary, if you ask me. Like, I feel like his grind game is, you know... You're only really saying that because Beastman said it. <laughs> well, obviously, we're not picking Gen G people because they're just not... They, they, they will blow that roster up after that regional. So you might as well, yeah. They don't, they don't want it anymore. Anyway. It's B-Mode, it's Dan, it's Atomic, and it's CRR. Yeah, FK, Beastman, CRR. Yep. You're putting Daniel in immediately, like, just... Fresh off one win, Daniel. Oh, top I, mean, five I, I had him in. I had him in the top five, and he hadn't won a regional for two years, and he's always been what? in the top five. <laughs> Where, where's the bull? TJ's plastic. Where's well, the bull? I can't I forgot the bull. They, they lost the NRG. The Talk bull is out. The bull's ball. out. Does he's he ran away. Does he fart a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I just needed those tendencies, Rizzo. You know, as, as players, you know. What's going on? <laughs> anyway, the bull's out of there. The bull could be back in. The bear's not top five. Jobs are asking where the bear is, Chad. The bear's not in there. He could be. What, what, wait, wait. So no Jack. No shout for apparently Jack. No, he's, he's, he's lost. He's gone. He's lost. Yeah. Uh, CJ's a like known app Jack hater. 
Abjack. True. I did. I did wow. leave him yeah. out of the top twenty-five yeah. at a land, and then they won the re- yeah. they won the event. So. <laughs> Now, NA is, is very difficult, actually. It's very tough. Yeah, I feel like after the next regional, it's going to be a lot easier, but yeah. The only ones I'm confident right now is first color CRR beast mode because of the last event. Before then, I was like, I don't even know where V1R. Like, I, was, I was kind of hoping they're going to do well, but if you guys went ninth again, it'll be like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to delete them and unlist this video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, we got one thing to wrap up with before we um, before we fully end this uh, chalkcast special number forty. By the way, I just thought that we made it forty episodes. Wow. This is like the Dead. the longest series of content I've ever done. So that's just like a big accomplishment there. But um, yeah, CJ wanted to speed run some Patreon questions. Actually, yes, shout out to the Patreon. As we said, exclamation mark Patreon in chat. If you do want to join, bonus episode every week. Jump in our Discord as well. I know you're all in there, but you get these cool little Liz channels. You can ask questions, request guests. And, Everyone and, was... and wait, one more yes? thing. If you if you sub now, you get all the past bonus episodes, right? Exactly. Yes. So we've already got three out, four about to come out. Four is, four right? is coming very soon. Four so in the next four day episodes. or so coming out. Bang. Four right. extra episodes. Anyway, as, you, as we said, you get separate channels in here. You can create... Everyone was requesting Beast Mode, obviously, after the regional win as well. So shout out to... The people in the Discord requesting him, but we do have some questions for you, some quick fire ones, if you would, maybe some longer ones. I'm not too sure. I haven't read them. The first one here is <laughs> Beast Mode. Clearly, um, you could have, without Rocket League, could have become an NBA player, we're hearing, uh, with a basketball <laughs> background. When will you be returning to basketball, if at all? I mean, after after my Rocket League career, you know, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about, you know, hopping back into basketball, and I feel like I could be. I'm like a Jordan, LeBron James type player, and and I, I really do think I can. So I definitely think after my Rocket League career, I feel like I, that's when it's going to happen. I love it. Shout out to Hawkeye for that one. We've got another one relating to the basketball. This one comes from CTP. I don't know how to say his name. CTPHRS. How many third graders can you beat at basketball at once? All <laughs> <laughs> basketball questions. Wait, 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 wait. How old is a third grader? I'm European. I don't, like, I don't know what that nine? means. Uh, nine or ten? Nine or ten years old? Nine? Ten? Okay, we're getting serious. Um, how many third? How many third graders can I beat in the basketball? Mm. Probably like I'd say two, three. Probably two, three. Yeah, probably two, three. No, four, I, I think you could be more than that. No, probably like really? nine years old. Down, but there's like that one big <laughs> ten-year-old. This is like <laughs> oh yeah, just that. <laughs> It's like Oski when he was saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I was so ten. No, yeah, you say you say two or three. You could probably take on six. Those kids probably suck. Let's be real. They are four feet tall. That's true. Yeah. You really walk around. Yeah, that's true. It depends if it's like prison rules basketball or not. You know, they might just like punching you. And... Anyway, yeah. all right. So that we've got that one out of the way. Ah, uh, so just getting back a little bit more seriously. Obviously, you said uh, off stream. I think it was about your graduation, things like that. Uh, so you're doing some things outside of Rocket League, got your school and stuff. What would you be doing if Rocket League wasn't your career? What what path would you be going down? Um, so probably like uh, definitely something in sports. I always have been like a baseball player or a basketball player. So like, but most likely baseball because I'm I'm obviously like five ten five eleven, so I probably couldn't be a basketball player. But if like, and that's like obviously it's really hard to become something in sports. So if not sports, then like um, something with technology. Um, like computer programming or anything such as that. So, yeah. great career, great choice. This um, this obviously doesn't have to ever happen. But would you like the idea of the super team adding first killer to the lineup? Uh, no. 
No, good call. He's, he's good answer. Out. I tried to get answer. him there. And Great he's answer. He's so good. Wow. Ah, so so no hesitation. It was no he's hesitation. so good. You knew the right answer. He's good. What are your thoughts on first killer as a player? You think he's a, do you think he's the best in North America? Um, that one's okay to answer. It's okay. <laughs> that, 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 um, I mean, honest opinion, uh, he's definitely top three. Um, mm-hmm. He could be the best on any day. Uh, he's probably the best this weekend, but I feel like it's just always interchangeable. So, but probably right now, yeah, pro- I'd probably say yes. But it's all, it's just always interchangeable. Like it just depends who does good on the, on the weekend. Or the reason he's good. He's really he's good. Sorry. He's a PR <laughs> yeah. beast. He's a quick, anyway, he's quick like... fight. Beast mode, your name. Firstly, how did you get it? Secondly, if you could change it, what would it be? Um, uh, well, first of all, I got beast mode um, by my dad. He always, like, every time I would play a game, he always says I, I was, like, really good at it. And he always called me a beast at it. He's like, man, you're just a beast at this game. That's what he always say. So... And he was like, let's do something with Beast. So we found out Beast Moon. That's where it came from. And if my name wasn't Beast Moon, I don't know. I'm kind of inspired by Daniel. So it'd probably be Landon, you know? Yeah, just keep it. Us players, us players, Landon, with, with names that are just our names, you know? Yeah, us yeah. players, like, you're like Johnny Boy. Us, you know, yeah. We just name ourselves. Yeah, yeah me and, me and you, we chose our like, last Rizzo, names. Rizzo, the real names. Yeah. Last name. Real name, Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to Steve for that one. Uh, NRG, you said a roster change beast mode. <laughs> if there was a, who would you like? You don't have to say who you get rid of, but who do you think would be a good addition to that lineup? I think I'd be a good. I, I, can I say any player? Or oh, just, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I think, I think like, I mean, I, I think LJ. I think LJ would be a good addition to the player to that team. Very good. Like very good. I know it's like, uh, I know there may be like better players out there, but I think like he can be a good addition, like a really good addition to the team. Yeah. All right. Last one. Last one here. It's uh, it's it's going to be Steve again. You win the regional. You, you said how you you know you're going out. We're not say you're partying, but you're having a good time. If you win a regional, what's your go-to celebration dinner? What's the meal? What's your favorite food? So I'm a real picky guy. I'm a very picky guy. Mm. So chicken tenders and fries always. You know. Always chicken tenders mm. fries. Wait, is but, that the go-to meal in general? Uh, yeah, just in general. Okay, can't hate that. That's a good one. <laughs> well, it's everything. It's a celebration meal. It's a regular meal. It's just it's a, like Monday it's a dinner, meal. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah literally, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, but maybe, if I go to a restaurant, um, probably like, um, probably like Olive Garden. Yes, you guys, Olive Garden, I like Olive Garden. They do, I, they in fact, do have chicken tenders fries at Olive Garden. Have you guys ever heard of, or been to Olive Garden before? Bro, wait, you, okay, you, you, get Olive Garden, Garden. you go to Olive Garden and you get chicken tender fries there too? Oh, chicken yeah. tender and fries? Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, I thought it was like some crazy combo. I was like, I've never heard of that. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Oh, it's there an you Italian go, kitchen. It's a good thing I, oh, I yeah. googled. You get like, free Google bread there, yeah. Isn't yeah, that you get free, yeah, free bread sticks. Yeah, unlimited, that's the one. Bread. It's gonna be completely honest. Like before, I saw Italian kitchen, like you know, small print. I couldn't tell. <laughs> 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 I, saw, 
But um, yeah, yeah, that's, it from the, that's it from the Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon for those questions. And shout out to them for again for requesting Beast Mode. Before Rizzo caps out, I just want to Beast Mode. This has been a phenomenal episode. I know it's yeah, been your debut, but got. we have to get absolutely you back. This got. has been – chat, can we get some Ws? Because this has just been my, one of my favorite episodes we've had. You've been it's insightful. Yeah. You've been hanging out. You've been it's giving incredible. us questions. Yes, us questions. Absolute what was that about? Yeah, just, he's what hosting. Was that? He's basically <laughs> co-hosting. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> It is. Nah, this is it's been super fun though for real. Well, I would definitely legend. love to come again. Oh, okay. oh all right, you said it. Well, all right, well, we'll, 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 see, you. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh that's everything, guys. Thank you so much for watching a shotcast number 40. If you missed any part of it, it's gonna be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. I'll tweet out a link a little bit later from the shotcast Twitter. Of course, thank you to CJ and Johnny for co-hosting, and as well as uh Beast Mode for joining. Um, that is all. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you guys and hope you have a good one. Bye-bye.